have Jeremy Carter in the house. Thank you for being here. Well, thanks for having me. This is fun. Um, so you wanted to... I'm, nobody... Alright, nobody's wanted to do... Well, nobody's requested specifically himself yet. Which I'm shocked by. Yeah, I, I was like, oh, well, uh, you know... Obvious, surely someone has done Bill Cosby himself. You would think so, but no. Yeah, it's, well, that's crazy. It stands out for for a lot of reasons. Number one, for me, obviously it's brilliant, and I, I mentioned to you, and I've mentioned on the podcast before, I had a math teacher who used to quote Moses verbatim, as though it was his... A, brilliant, though. Like, sold it, that's to the point insane. where that's why you bought it. But it's also like a Motown album, and Motown didn't do a whole lot of comedy. It makes me want to research more and find out what else they produced oh, comedy-wise. It yeah, it's Motown. Um, and, you know, it's also like a concert movie, too, which, you know, was a yeah. thing. But did you see it first or did you hear it first? I saw it first. Yeah. And then I heard it. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing because he just sits the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. He's sitting down. Uh-huh. Like, and and it adds so much to it because it's that very fatherly, mm-hmm. all right, we're all sitting down. I'm going to tell you some shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to... Here, here's here's what it is. You know, it's great. I love that. And the thing is, too, I forget that listening to it because it doesn't. It's so active and so alive. Yeah. That it does not sound like that could be possible. That's the other amazing thing. Yeah. He doesn't stand up once. I don't think in the whole performance. That's, that's insane. Uh, and anything physical, he just uses his arms and legs, and that's it. Yeah. The rest, of, yeah. It, it's very vivid. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite things about it. Is this sort of a, a the, the kind of thing that was floating around your house? Did your parents like family-friendly stuff, or they just like funny stuff? Um, my parents liked family-friendly stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they were kind of uh, uh, religious crazy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, uh, I'm sensing a theme in the superego voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of that comes at, that. Anytime I do a minister character, mm-hmm. that is just what it sounded like to me. Mm-hmm. Just nonsense yeah like i don't know what you're talking about why am i sitting here mm-hmm. yeah so but um what was i saying uh we were talking about family friendly comedies so yeah but, we, we watched this this was obviously about the time you got a vcr mm-hmm. high tech kids uh-huh do you did they so do they have anything else floating around the house there? Or is this like the only comedy? I think that's the only thing in the house. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and we rented it. And then I, okay, I heard okay. the album again mm-hmm. with my friends. And uh, I had a friend that I listened to, like Billy Crystal's album, You Look mm-hmm. Marvelous. Yeah. I wasn't crazy about the character stuff, but the stand-up stuff... You really liked, yeah. I really liked. Okay. And I listened to recently, I was like, oh, that's... Still really good. So, yeah, you know. See, that's good. You can you can never. T- I mean, that's the, his character stuff is the stuff I think people kind of pick apart as being more hacky now. And it, whether it is or not, people yeah. still pick it apart more than I think they do. I say, I don't really know Billy Crystal's stand up at all, and I forget sometimes that he's a stand up. In my head, he's an actor. You know. Yeah, yeah. Because but that's it, what he. It was great. Yeah, it's really get, give it a listen when you get a I, chance. I'm going to have to. It's uh, again the character stuff. You're like, yeah, I've heard this, and it's only because he did it, and then a whole bunch of other people did it, and and by the you know by the time you've grown up, it sounds like the least original thing on earth. Of course, because of everybody course. else started doing it. But sure, it was fun at the time, you know. What, did you start seeking? When did you first start seeking comedy out on your own? 
Um, and how filthy or how counterculture? Like, I'm curious if it was immediate or if it was a slow build to that. I liked Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in the. Uh, <clears throat> I saw it a few times when it was the original cast. Yeah. And then I kind of really didn't pick up on it until, like, the Billy Crystal era. Yeah. And uh, I loved all that, and I loved SCTV, and I really loved Monty Python. Sure. Flying Circus was... Or, not Flying Circus, the show. Mm-hmm. The TV show. Yeah, Flying Circus. Was it? Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I would see it on PBS, and they would play it, and there would be nudity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> on public broadcasting in Kansas City, Kansas. And I was like, what? <laughs> this is amazing. And it was just, I, that's where I discovered I really love British humor. Yeah. And, uh... Did you have to... Was that a secret thing, though? I mean, because... I don't know, it just seems very no, risque. It, it wasn't, because my parents weren't that in tune. So Okay, okay. Uh, you know, if they walk through the living room and there's nudity, they go, what are you watching? You know, and then, you know, you'd have to change the channel and sexually be shamed. Right. Um, but it was... As the Lord intended. As the Lord intended. Do not use your privates. Um, uh, use them only for good. What does that mean? Um, and, and then I didn't really... I got really into the Blues Brothers and the older Saturday Night Live stuff in mm-hmm. high school. I had... At my high school in the library, for some reason, was a book of sketches from. I want to say the first season. Oh, really? That's but definitely awesome. the first four seasons, and some of them were sketches that were cut. Really? So there was one of my favorites. <laughs> Do you remember the the Easter movie Jesus of Nazareth? Yes. Yeah. Um, which is a I would like to hear it again now, but the theme music to that haunted me for years because uh-huh. it was really good I'd love to see if it sounds like shit now but it, anyway, had a good theme um, but the uh, the uh, they had a sketch called Jesus of Nashville and it was three guys in rhinestone oh and my velvet on crosses and, and they cut shit. that one of course they did Yeah. Uh, wow. another one was Placenta Helper <laughs> Like a hamburger helper oh, kind of thing. Good yeah. God. Uh, it was some good stuff. Oh, that's amazing, though. And so I just dove into that, and I read books on John Belushi and mm-hmm. all that. So were, so was it then... I, I know, for me personally, comedy was so much delving into it, studying and listening way, 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 way before there was performing involved. So were you kind of like studying it Way I before? guess in inadvertently. Sure, yeah. I mean, I would. Just something you're interested. I would in. try and film stuff mm-hmm. in high school, and it was never very good. Mm-hmm. Of course not. Um, but you you have to go through that. You yes. have to do that thing of like, oh, you have to go through the moments of, oh, I look stupid on yeah. camera, and okay. then you have to get past the, oh, that is not funny on camera, and then uh-huh. you know, and then you get into live performance, and it changes everything. Of course. You're, you're, um, but it's uh, God again. I forgot what I. I slept like two hours last. I time. am so sorry. That's okay. <laughs> you drove so, all the so way. So the hard drive's gonna skip a little bit. Mm-hmm. That that'll happen. And it does. Do you, 
do you have how many times did you listen to part while well, you rented it so you probably didn't have a whole lot of opportunity to watch it a I lot, think we watched it like three times that week okay okay watched it a lot That's and it phenomenal. stuck with me and I remember sitting on the like laying on the floor mm-hmm. you know you're a kid you're watching TV parents are on the couch and I remember thinking at one point this man hates children <laughs> <laughs> he hates children listen to how he's talking to them and then I would look back at my parents on the couch who were howling. I was, I was with it all the way up to a point. And then he starts on the kids and I just went, do my parents hate children? Am I alone in this? And for, for years, I had a sneaking feeling that Bill Cosby hated children. And then, of course, now I have a six-year-old and I know exactly what he's talking about. Uh-huh. Yeah. And... In fact, we went up to, uh, we drove up the coast, my mom was in town, so uh, we took her up the coast and, and we were listening to this album, and uh, my son was quoting it, and has been quoting it <laughs> for uh, about two weeks now. That's awesome. Yeah. All children have brain damage. <laughs> now, those of you who have no children, let me describe the brain damage. You come in the room with a Coca-Cola. You set it down, you go to get a newspaper. Child comes walking in, grabs the drink, starts drinking. You say, give me that. Didn't I just tell you not to drink it? The child says, aha. You say, what did I just say? You said, for two not for two drinks, you drink. So every time I tell you that, don't I? I say, when I have a drink, don't you drink it. Don't I say that? Aha. Now tell me what I said. You said, for tonight, for to drink to drink. That's right. So you put it down. You go to get the paper. The child picks it up again. And quickly starts to drink it. You say, give me that. Didn't I just tell you to that? Uh-huh. Well, why did you do it? I don't know. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Like, that's a good kind of damage you can do. Like, you can... I, I'm not too upset about it. Yeah, yeah. I'd love it if he'd stop... Poking me in the penis. That would be... <laughs> just stop doing it. Funniest thing in the world. Don't poke me in the penis. Stop. <laughs> publicly. Because... Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. Is this... Can we get real talk? Oh, 100%. Let's All right, do good. it. Yeah. So, here's the thing. <laughs> this is awful. This is going to sound... Okay. Uh, you know, you have a kid. So when you have a kid, what people don't realize is instantly you you never get to go to the bathroom by yourself. Again. Right, right. Sometimes, you know, when you have pets, they wander in. Mm-hmm. And it's a little weird, but then you're like, eh, who are they going to tell? Yeah, 100%. So imagine that by a million times. Mm-hmm. It's someone coming in, they're insisting on your intention. And it doesn't, like I've talked to parents that have 10 and 11 year olds, and it's mm-hmm. like, it doesn't even change then. It's like, what do you think I'm doing? What do you think I'm doing? So he's seen that. Uh-huh, yeah. So what he likes to do now, he was taking a bath one night, and he just goes, you have a big penis. And so he likes to, in public, mention my large penis, which is only relative. I'm not... I'm half the look. I'm half the size of a small man. I, uh, I, it's relative. So when somebody just walks by and we're shopping for shirts and he goes, "Oh, a big penis," and it's like I'm not getting. It's he. It's not. Um, 
Do you have kids? You know, <laughs> what do you do? Awful. Anyway, that's uh, that's an outing with my son. Oh, and he's too young to kick in the balls for doing that, right? Yeah, so that's it's six years old. Me you kick him? Yeah, you can't. No, do that I yet. can't. I no. Eight. Nine. Eight. Okay. Yeah. Right. Seven. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> um, holy shit. I mean, that's... Di- well, you know, I will... I'll get tangential, too. At the very least, you're not walking around the house, so it's just out there like my dad no. did. My dad oh, did that a no, lot. really? Not a lot. We weren't nudists. But my dad, like, was in the medical field, so he was not ashamed of anything. Uh-huh. I, I... Not religious. Not... I was the most shamed young man, even though not a religious family. My parents were like, no, this is cool, this is cool. My brain decided to rebel. And so my dad's uh, walking around with with all the stuff out. I was like, yeah. oh god, like and just yeah, yeah, freaked yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. But again, I guess I can see the shame. Of yeah, the, you saw the Wang the Wang Sea River. <laughs> uh, yeah, I get I get that. Mm-hmm. Like, there's some stuff that's okay that the parents do, uh-huh. and then you go, not for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, my dad was into baseball. Yeah. So as a kid, I was into baseball, and then. Uh, I grew up and I went. I don't have to. I don't have to follow this shit anymore. Right, right. Great. So long. I grew up near Cooperstown, so you had no choice for a while. Yeah, that's the worst. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's fun. Don't get me wrong. uh, No, I get. And now I can appreciate going to like a baseball game. Be sure. Have a good time. Yeah. But um, I don't follow the right now uh, because I'm from Kansas City. Mm -hmm. So the Royals. Let's see. They're doing okay now, Mm -hmm. is what I'm told. Uh huh. But, um, you know, it was 1985 was the last time anything happened, really, there. Right, yeah. It's about where my family's from, too, actually. Oh, really? Yes. There's, 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 there's a clam, not clam, they say clam over there. It's a clam park in one of the two, in one of the Kansas cities. And I can't oh, remember Missouri which. or... Yes, like, right now, Kansas I'm just City, blanking Kansas. on which one it, one it is. But there's a lot of clams over there. Really? Spelled the exact same way, but we have to be related because my dad's from St. Louis, so... Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we have to be related. The likelihood is very low that we're not. St. Louis, gateway to the west. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. I'm not sure why they say that. Because it used to be accurate. Yeah, that's true. That and is now true. it's just... I know. I know. Well, we used to be the gateway to the west. <laughs> When 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 did that stop? Nineteenth uh, century. <laughs> okay. Do you do you marvel at or do you, are you just is it just how it is to hear him like we're talking about uh, you know family stuff and we can't not swear or be filthy? Does it still surprise you or delight you that he can do it without saying the worst he says is "damn" on this whole album? He only says it once. Yeah, yeah, uh, damn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I like that. Yeah, because I can like I can listen to that album, and I can listen to um, Jim Gaffigan mm-hmm. yeah. with my son. Yeah, and my son loves. Jim. I love I, Jim Gaffigan. Sure, but he's you know I can listen to him with that. Yeah, and um, there's not a ton of comics that you can do that with. Yeah, uh, listen to John Mulaney a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, Every once in a while, you know, it's something will uh, I'll know something's coming. Of course. Whoop, hey, huh? <laughs> Track four. But is it, so, I mean, it seems to me, it seems to be pretty important to you to share comedy with your kid, right? Or is it just sharing anything with him? It's sharing anything, but comedy, he's, I mean, he's, uh, he's, I don't want to say I mean, you're not going to be sharing 
Saving Private Ryan with him, I guess. So what, what are you going to share with your kid about comedy, mm, now that I think no. about it? Yeah, well, I like, you know, superhero movies and... Right. Yeah, some sports to see if it takes. Right. I don't know, I don't have a passion for it, so it's not a thing. Yeah. You know. But maybe he'll, he'll pick something. I'm sorry, I'm fascinated by the cat watching the laser beam. <laughs> awesome. Do you uh, have the laser beam on over there, Jen? The, oh, okay, the automatic one. That is fantastic. <laughs> um, so, but, uh, no, I liked it. He likes comedy. He mm-hmm. loves doing bits. His mother showed <laughs> His mother showed him Ace Ventura, Pet oh, no. Detective. Oh, no. So I called, you know, just to check on him, see how everything was going. I said... Ah. Uh, so what you guys doing? She goes, well, oh, he's watching Ace Ventura Peck Detective. He loves it. And I hadn't seen the movie since, mm-hmm. you know, it came out. And I and I went, doesn't that open with uh, him receiving an aggressive blowjob? Good point. Good point. And she goes, yeah, I didn't realize that until... <laughs> and then, isn't it... The only thing, it, thank God... Mm-hmm. Really, the only thing he took away from that is the talking butt. He, uh-huh. he does course. that all the time. He'll we'll be walking out somewhere, and he'll speed walk ahead of us and stop and grab his butt cheeks and go, "Thank you for your cooperation." Oh my and God. holy shit! I like and so if his mother's you know around, I'll, I'll look at her and just go, "See, you did that. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. you know poking me in the penis." Is, you did that one, that thing there that you did. Um, <clears throat> but at least he's also quoting Bill Cosby. That's healthy. He's quoting Bill Cosby. That's nice. Do you have a favorite track off this album? Let me see. Yeah, yeah. We all, um, always have to look. I love... What's great is they're all long tracks. Yeah, yeah the, it's so great. Uh, brain damage, kill oh. the... Brain damage is great. That's one my son's been doing. Uh huh. Brain damage. He says it in the same cadence. It. It's really funny. Um, kill the boy. Mm-hmm. I love that. And one of my favorite moments is the moment where he describes uh, the dinner. Everybody go upstairs, take off your clothes, <laughs> get in the shower, turn on the water. You have to specify that because otherwise they'll just wander around in the tub. <laughs> Anyway, the informer comes downstairs and the four-year-old has soap in her eye. And my son, Ennis, comes downstairs, pajamas clinging to his body because he forgot to dry off. (laughs) That is so funny. Yeah. It's just brilliant. And And I I do love the loving disdain that he has for the kids. It is just, it's, and it's just through the whole, it's, it's got, you know, I mean, the, the, the most recent, you know, I mean, that's kind of why I think Louis C.K. has stood out the way he does, because he, he'll just take another level and say, I hate my fucking kids, which is, you know that he's saying the same thing. It's exactly the same thing. Yeah. And, yeah, and I love Louis C.K. Of course. God, I love it. Uh. But I can't let Ryan, no. my son, hear anything. No, that would be horrible. But um, Louis C.K., just the way, the, the honesty of it. And it's like, I've had this conversation with parents where you go, <laughs> oh, if anybody really knew what this was, you would not do it. Right. But on the other hand, that could just be Wednesday. You know, sure. it, the next day, it's, it's great. Mm-hmm. And they're always doing something that makes you go, 
just fucking... Mm. <laughs> but then they turn around and do something sweet and fantastic. Of and, course. You know, they fall asleep on you and they're all sweaty on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, you're all right. <laughs> you know, it's it's so bizarre. Yeah. It is... And, and yeah, it's Louis C.K. took the amount of disdain Cosby has mm-hmm. in himself <laughs> and went... I'm gonna take it a step further. Exactly what you said. Uh huh. Yeah. The, uh, and I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. no, no. I interrupted you. No, the grandparents. Oh, so good. Uh, <laughs> I, you just the have a little trouble on you, son. <laughs> oh God, that's great. This is not the woman I grew up with. Yeah. <laughs> this is a woman who is. What does he say? These are old people. We're trying to get into heaven. They're trying. Trying to get into heaven. Well, just come here and kiss your grandmommy. Grandmommy just love it to death. And my children think that my mother's the most wonderful person on the face of this earth. And I keep telling my children, that's not the same woman I grew up with. You are looking at an old person who's trying to get into heaven now. Yes, my mother hated my room. My mother would walk into my room and that's, that was it. All she had to do was see a shoe upside down. And to her, that was the filthiest room she'd ever seen. My mother was an authority on pigsties. This is the worst looking pigsty I have ever seen in my life. And I want it cleaned up. Never in my life did I ever say to my mother, Mother, I'm going up to my filthy room and sit in it in the name of God. Yet my mother would come up to my room and say, How in the name of God can you sit in this filthy room? That's so good. Oh, Jesus. It's just like, uh, I don't... there's the brutal honesty of things like that and also the pure emotion of it. That's another thing that Louis C.K. doesn't do. I, I guess I'm just going to keep comparing these two. But Louis C.K. is very, like, you know, he's he's sort of stayed the whole time. He might be laughing. He might get a little, like, emotional. But it's, it, I guess it's because of the way he tells these stories. He gets, he'll get super aggressive. He'll get, you know, sound effects. And it's just, it's so dynamic. The, the, on himself? Yes, Bill Cosby. Yeah, oh. I know. You know and and it's doesn't... the equivalent of swearing. Yes. You know, emotionally. He, d- Yeah, yeah. He doesn't... Uh, he, yeah, that's that's amazing. It's just through inflection and... But but he's really just ter- telling a narrative. Mm-hmm. He's just telling a story. And it's so vivid and so clear... Yeah. That you just... You can picture the whole thing. Right. I wonder if it's... Ben, because again, I'm not a parent. I don't know what it's like. I wonder if this is '82. This came out, so 32 years ago. Wow. So I'm I'm wondering how it might have changed the way people parent or look at parenting to the same. If only because it's something you you could listen to on repeat or watch on repeat, watch three times with your family. You're going to read Doctor Spock's book once, whereas this is this this is a whole approach. This is a whole a man's whole approach to his life and his family. Yes, you know, and I, I'm I'm curious if it's changed the way people approach it. I don't know. I, it's, I don't either. <laughs> I, it's, when you listen to it, you kind of hear some things, and I go, "Oh, that's uh, that's kind of an era of parenting." Sure. 
that doesn't happen anymore. Right. Most people are eating over the sink and <laughs> telling their kids, put your fucking shoes on. <laughs> and then, you know, there's not, <laughs> there's not, we're going to sit at the table. Right. And then we're going to, most parents go upstairs with the children. They bathe the child. Mm-hmm. They help them out. It's not a follow these orders. Right. Because you're asking for it. You're, of course they're, you're going to end up beating them with a yardstick. <laughs> which is uh, really heavily implied. Uh-huh. In, uh, I believe that's the uh, same thing happens every night. Uh-huh. It's the trap. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, that doesn't really happen. I don't know if it changed anything. Yeah. Maybe. What I, uh, one thing I really enjoy is how he talks about how... Uh, I know, the cat. Um, how he talks about how my wife and I are educated people. Mm-hmm. And I yes, that has something to do with it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. But then, it doesn't. Uh-huh. I mean, it's weird. You know, I guess, I mean, yes, you don't have... Uh, a shed that you live in with uh-huh. the pans drying outside hanging from a branch mm-hmm. but you know it, it's like it, this all the psychology and everything when you apply it at least especially then mm-hmm. it seems like a lot of it was just that's academic right doesn't it's this that's not working yeah not as practical uh, yes okay I and can there might that. be some of that now but mm-hmm. uh, I think maybe I don't know I don't know if there isn't. <laughs> I, the other thing, though, at the very least, I can tell I know more about comedy than I do about parenting, luckily. Uh, uh, me too, sadly. Yeah. <laughs> but he's changed the way people speak. He's changed the way comedians speak and the way they express, I feel. Like, this is kind of... All of his albums are super important, but this one is... This is definitely... He's He's got... What did he say? At this point, five fucking children at this point? Did he say five, five kids? kids? For fuck's sake. So, Why would like, you do that? I know. So he's probably a different guy in each album. Like, legitimately a different person oh, on definitely. each album. I, I listened to... I was listening to it on Spotify mm-hmm. and then it rotated in some mm-hmm. tracks from other albums. Mm-hmm. And it's funny to hear him when he's younger and I think they just had their first yeah. baby. Uh-huh. And he's talking about... He's like, man, you gotta, you gotta imagine things, man. You know, it's a trip. It's... It's... You know, man, he uses man, and <laughs> uh-huh. he's still a young guy. He oh, talks yeah. about oh, yeah. racing to the hospital in his Ferrari, <laughs> hoping his wife doesn't give birth in it. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, that's a different dude. <laughs> that's so true. Because he's like 41? He's got to be. Something like that when he did himself. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I think he it was about my age. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I'm not... Even if I had the money, I'm not buying a Ferrari. Right. You're out of your fucking mind. <laughs> what am I going to... No. Yeah. No. Yeah. A, the top's down. Uh-huh. I just sun and windburn uh-huh. is not a good facial diet for me. It's not... I'm going to get pinker. It's no good. No good for me. Um, uh... Was this this wasn't his This was his last album for a while, wasn't it? I think so, and this is the, the one thing that little shitty a couple shitty reviewers have pointed out they don't like my lack of research. It's like 
it's not what it's about, but uh, I believe so. Sounds oh, okay. right. Sounds good to me. I can look it up. I should look it up. Where'd I put my damn phones? Right here. I'm going to look it up while we while we talk. All right. Uh, I'll uh, sit here. Why don't you sit there and let's not make any noise while I do this. No, nope. um, perfectly quiet. I'm going to go play with that laser beam. <laughs> but I, I feel like maybe, maybe I'm thinking more of as a result, because the show was right about this time. The show started in 83? 83 or 84, Okay. Yeah. So, which is always funny too because if that means he was 43 at the time in my head he's always been 50 like now he's yeah still absolutely 50. he's just yeah. old he's dad he was very much he always felt i don't know i was always super comfortable with the idea i always wanted bill cosby as my dad growing up sure like that was the thing that i always always uh, wanted yeah but, kind of uh-huh. the only thing that's scary okay here's what scared uh-huh. me like there were certain elements where i'd be like yeah bill cosby is my dad but then there was the thing the the push for education, uh-huh. which scared me because I did not excel uh-huh. uh, in education. I get that until I, I was in my twenties. Uh-huh. Uh, then it was fine, but you know, in <laughs> childhood it was like you know, I'm just running around acting stupid. Yeah, I couldn't focus on anything. No, I you know, that's not good. Still looking on Wikipedia. He seems, he seems like a strict father. Yeah, no, definitely. That seems that seems obvious. It's uh, there. There is that. That's the undertone of it. The, there's the loving disdain, as we talked about, but there's right. also just like, no, well, go upstairs and beat the kids. Like, like yeah. uh, it's like, and if if this is all coming from truth, I have to make it's not a, it's not a leap to assume that there's a little bit of that going on. A little on. bleeding going on. You know? A whole so, lot of bleeding going on. <laughs> yes, you know what? 82, then 86 was the last, next one, and then 91 was the next one, and then nothing uh, except for a recent DVD in last year. So, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a big skip. And the, he's gotten even more relaxed. I don't. I yeah. think he's lying down <laughs> in the... The more recent one. I he's think. got a lazy boy. He might switch it up. He's got a couch and a lazy boy. On it stage. may just be come see Bill Cosby sleep. <laughs> be, would I watch that? I think so. I think I would. As long as he said something oh, right God, before he went moving. to sleep. God, he's so on it. He's just rolling over. Look at him. Somebody comes in and brings a mirror just to make sure. And then, okay. Okay. okay, he's still up. There we that go. Reminds me of uh, something that my son's grandfather said of his uncle uh-huh he said yeah his you know his mom would come downstairs and you'd know it you know mm-hmm. she'd make all kinds of noise she'd be talking uh his dad would come downstairs and be sit- you would walk in and sometimes he just had to hold a mirror under his nose <laughs> just to make sure he was alive god it killed me <sighs> out of the blue insults on his children <laughs> did you pick up like older Bill Cosby stuff after this or was it just he's on TV he's everywhere I don't need to because I mean I, it, he was ubiquitous 82 ubiquitous There's, he yeah. never left pop culture no for, for especially through the 80s yeah yeah. you know he's doing coke commercials and putting right. pops and you really scared me for a second I was like I, that part he of was life, do- I do not no, know no he was doing coke <laughs> that's why he lost the Ferrari uh, no he uh, he was the last person to see John Belushi alive uh, no, he, uh, yeah, he was he was all over the place. So I don't think I I don't know any of his later yeah. stuff yeah. beyond you know the Cosby Show, right? Um, 
where did you go from the first stuff your parents introduced you to? I mean, you discussed it a little bit earlier, and the stuff you found on your own, like Monty Python. But I mean, did you did you buy comedy albums? Was it a thing for you or no? Because it isn't uh, for everybody. I know that, but I I did. I, you know what? I didn't buy them. My friend had copies on cassette that sure. he'd ripped from somebody. Of course, babysitter, his sister. I don't know. I said, what do you want for breakfast? The four-year-old has the ability to see through and find the wrong thing. <laughs> and the child saw through my body what was behind me. She saw the chocolate cake. And she said, can I have a chocolate cake? And I said, chocolate cake where? She said, chocolate cake behind you. And I looked. And there was chocolate cake. The child wanted chocolate cake for breakfast. How ridiculous. And I said, and someone in my brain looked under chocolate cake and saw the ingredients. Eggs. Eggs are in chocolate cake. And milk. Oh goody. And wheat. That's nutrition. What do you want? That's a chocolate cake. Chocolate cake coming up. <laughs> Sliced it for her and served it. Now, you need something to drink with the chocolate cake. Something breakfast. Grapefruit juice. <laughs> this is not your child. So that was how I got into it but I really loved I really loved fucking around in the classroom mm-hmm. so but, but I'm very introverted mm-hmm. but as soon as I started kindergarten I realized I, I had nobody's going they're not going to leave me alone I have to do something yeah yeah so I developed so at home I was this quiet mm-hmm. peace loving child sure sure Somewhat, I mean, but you know, at school I would get in trouble, and my parents were like, "What's happening?" And my brother was the opposite. At home, oh, God, my brother was a terror. Ah, uh-huh. and at school, sweet as pie, <laughs> dumb as a post, <laughs> sweet as pie. <laughs> um, couldn't remember his best friend's first name. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm sorry, Rich. Oh. <laughs> But you couldn't. You're, you, and you remember that you couldn't. That's what's amazing to me. Anyway. His name was Brian. <laughs> Brian Dalner. Do you remember Brian Dalner? You're not going to hear this. Right. Not because he, he just doesn't listen to podcasts. No, it's that's fine. It's, it's, nobody's brother listens. I found no, that out recently. I, nobody's brother listens to this. <laughs> we, Google Analytics are very tight now. Uh, we find it exactly. Wow. As, yeah. No one who... Ha- you, if you are the brother of someone, you've never listened to this book. Wow. Yeah. I therefore never listen. I do not know what happens on this show. You know what that means. Uh-uh. If nobody's brother's listening, yeah. you got to take this thing to China. <laughs> One child per family. Everybody listens. It's a brilliant idea. I'm just talking out of my ass. <laughs> do you... Um, fuck, I had a question, and then now you just... 
completely wiped it out of my oh, brain. Oh, it's probably my exhaustion that it, made it fall out of your that, head. That could be what it is. It, it, it must be. You, so did you make friends over comedy, or was it something you shared with existing friends? Or did you, you're like, oh, fuck, you like that too? Yeah, I, I, uh, I shared uh, that with my friends. And then, you know, when cool started being more important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, sixth, seventh grade. Sure. Definitely eighth grade. Uh, we we really got into Eddie Murphy's Delirious oh, when shit. I was in high school. Of course. Oh, had that thing memorized. Uh huh. Watched it, listened to it, constant rotation. At somebody else's house, I assume. Um. Or. I, yeah, yeah, usually. Yeah. But no, we'd watch it at my house. At that point, my parents had gotten a little more relaxed. Oh, okay. All right. Um, and. And uh, that's why it was so great to have that throwback of when he said, we'd go to Richard Pryor and ask for advice. And he goes, tell, tell, Bill, tell Bill Cosby to have a Coke and a smile and shut the fuck up. So fucking good. Uh, so great. And we would just quote the hell out of it. And then I was alone for a very, very long time. Uh-huh. Um, I was not an Andrew Dice Clay fan. Uh-huh. But I was running with a group of people that were big Andrew Dice Clay. Okay, okay. Um, it was the Andrew Dice Clay, Sam Kinison yeah. played up kind of war between uh-huh. the two of them. And then Polly Shore decided he needed to be involved somehow. <laughs> I mean, he knew them, but mm-hmm. it didn't seem like a place he needed to be. No, no. Um, and then when I started doing improv, that's when I, I was like, oh, I found my people. Okay, I yeah. I found my herd. That and, and That's kind of a different... Was that in high school or was that in college? College. In college. So it, it's a different environment sometimes with improv people, because a lot of them... Not all, all of them, but sometimes they have more of an acting background than they do a comedy background. Yes. So you're not necessarily going to be hanging around comedy people. They can be funny, but they're not necessarily going to have the same obsessions as other comedy nerds. Or am I completely off base on that? Depends on the people in the company. Sure. Uh, Everybody has... Even... Hmm. There were theater people, but the more theater people were not quite as good Uh at the improv. Okay. Um, It was more reverted to, like, poop. Okay. You know? Uh, Yeah, Uh uh-huh. It was like, oh, give me a script. Sure. And it, and it was that classic thing of, you know, there was some of that. Okay. Then there were, you know. Unfortunately, I mean, I got to do comedy sports in Kansas City, which mm-hmm. is now Comedy City. and In Kansas sports. Great Kansas sports. A great experience. Met really all my friends, a, a bulk of my friends through comedy sports. Yeah. Because it's nationwide, yeah, and uh, got a lot of experience doing, you know, being on stage. I was on stage for five nights a week, and uh, it was really fun to do that. But it, that was my point. <laughs> God, I knew I'd get there. Uh, the there were some of us that took it seriously. Like I, I'm doing this. This is what I'm going to always do yeah and then there were people that were like well i work at sprint during the day Mm -hmm. and treated it like a company softball 
Team. Right, 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 yeah. And they get up on stage and they do the same thing. Yeah. Even though it's improv. And they tell the same jokes and they want to play the same games. Yeah, you, you it's uh-huh. really rough. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, well, especially in the Midwest. That's, well, you know, especially in the Midwest. That's, unla- well, I don't want to generalize. Chicago is the biggest comedy town. So I, I shouldn't, and that's sort of in Below the Chicago in the Midwest. Right, yeah. yeah. So that's, yeah, that's rough. Do you, how but long? it evolved. It really, it really evolved and took off. And I, I got to work with some fantastic people mm-hmm. that have gone on to done to do great stuff. Yeah, and uh, those were people I got to hang out with. Did you ever do stand up, or has it always been improv? I did stand up a handful of times and got progressively worse. Okay, yeah, with each attempt. That's not unusual, I don't think. I don't think. Yeah, I was like, I, you know, I, because I didn't know, do I need to script this real tight? Right. Or, you know, I had questions like that. Do I script yeah. this really tight? Do I have a loose outline? Yeah. What do I do? Sure. I had no one to answer my questions. And it doesn't naturally, it doesn't seem to naturally evolve as well as maybe a, uh, as like a, an improv show can evolve into something bigger or more complex. Right, right. Right. I mean, uh, is that... It's just you. I'm making a lot of broad, vague generalizations that I'm really hoping you agree with. <laughs> so, um, but it, so am I. All right, so wait, are we both have no idea what we're talking about? And we're talking about it? Maybe. Sweet. <laughs> 109 episodes in and I don't know jack <laughs> shit. Uh, no, but I mean, it, it does seem that way that, that stand-up is... It's, it's, it's self-fulfilling. It's self-motivating. It's you have to consciously make it evolve. Yeah. I, I guess you have to keep it. If going. If you've got a team there, they can push you, you. Yeah, and you can take a minute. Mm-hmm. Take a knee. Yeah. I just got hit in the eye with a coat hanger. Take a knee. <laughs> uh, so where did where did you go from Kansas City? Was it uh, right Los out, Angeles? Right out here. Right out here. Okay. And what brought you here? I got accepted to what I thought was a. Sorry, that's a terrible way to begin that sentence. I got accepted to the American Academy of, Dra- of Dramatic Arts. Okay. And I was uh, dissatisfied. Okay. Um, and owed a lot of money for that dissatisfaction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, I think d- what I wanted to do was not... I, I had questions that they weren't answering. Ah. Uh-huh. And they were giving me answers to questions that I wasn't asking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I've already done that. I know yeah. about that. Right. I need to know about this. Well, that's in year two. You'll be invited oh, back. Shit. And it's like, I'm not spending any more of this fucking money. Mm-hmm. No. Those uh, comedy sports credits don't really transfer. They don't. It's rough. Don't throw... You can't throw your weight around with yeah. comedy sports in in uh, collegiate circles. Mm-hmm. And then I found out at the end of it, I would still have to go to like three more years of school. Yeah. In order to compl- I was like, no, Mm-mm. this is ridiculous. No. Um. Yeah. So I, anyway, I was here. Uh-huh. And I was doing comedy sports in Los Angeles, and uh, and then I was auditioning, and. It seems like I moved here in '97. It seems like a, a large group of people that I met through comedy sports had moved here mm-hmm. around that '97, '98, '99. And so a bunch of people I knew were here. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, just kind of went from there. Have you been? <clears throat> we were talking about the journeyman earlier. Have yeah. you been musical your whole life, or no? Something uh, you picked up? You know, I I took guitar lessons in fourth grade, mm-hmm. and then I didn't touch it again until I was a sophomore in high school, and and didn't. I was, I, I couldn't get. Again, it was that thing of, I want to learn this. Yeah. Well, let me teach you all of these things first. Uh-huh, uh-huh. No. <laughs> you know. The dentist goes outside to laugh at you. And you sit, grown up, intelligent human being, arguing with this thing. You also notice that the right side of your face feels like it's sliding off of your skull and your bottom lip is in your lap. So the dentist comes back, you want to talk to him. So you, you say, I be, I be with one baby baby. I beg your pardon? I be started, I be with one baby baby. I bet it, mighty fetish. I don't understand. Mighty fetish. Mighty fetish. Did you see my fetish? The what? Eddie, Eddie, Skitty, Eddie. Mighty fetish. Did the face? Yes. What's the matter with it? Whether it be Mighty Baby? My fetish, my fetish is heavy down. Do we see this? And then I didn't touch a guitar again until about three years ago. Really? Yeah. Shit. Jesus Christ. That's impressive. Well, you I know. didn't play anything on the album. You nothing? Not a thing? <laughs> Not a thing. Just, that's, just. That's like Mark and Matt <clears> and just James you bullshitting. Just my, yeah. Can, can I ask though, how... Is that legit facial hair? Because did yeah. you grow it all out? That's I grew so, it out. God, that's fantastic. I grew it out. God, Real long. Nice. It's hard to like, man. It's it's hard when you're fair though to do it and like you not ha- feel like a pervert for one. A yeah. yes, and B, it has to get pretty long, uh-huh. like to the point where you take a bite of a sandwich and you're yeah. chewing on your mustache. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It has to get pretty long before it stands out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's the worst. Yeah. And I couldn't. I shaved it that the day of this photo shoot. Really, the Journeyman album. Okay, that's uh, I said, "Am I wrapped?" And they were like, "Yeah, I think we got everything we need for you." Zzz, I shaved in Matt's bathroom. <laughs> uh, that was our base of operations. Was Maddie's apartment. So, yeah, I, I got rid of it. But I, I've grown it a couple times since. That was the first time I really grew it out. Uh huh. Isn't this fascinating? Yeah, Talking yeah, it about is. growing facial growing hair. Growing facial hair. <laughs> um, Have you ever seen Bill Cosby with facial hair? That's my next question. I've got a few albums. He had a beard at oh, one yeah, point, didn't he? Fantastic mustache on the cover of one, too. Yeah. yeah. There's some great shit. Some yeah. awesome chops. Fantastic Oh, sure. Chops. Well, that was, it was the 60s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good stuff. Um, so, all right. So, I was going to ask you if you had any other favorite comedy albums, but we've kind of we've kind of gone over that. Um do you? So you haven't? Have you ever gone back though in his catalog, like listened to his earlier stuff? Because there's like Chicken Heart. There's a lot of other classics on other albums that there, I'm just curious yes. if you're familiar with. There's stuff like he he talks about. Um, yes, 
uh, it rotated on Spotify. Mm-hmm. So I heard okay. the story about him borrowing Fat Albert's car <laughs> to take his driver's test. Yes, it's and, fantastic. Uh, his having to go home and tell his dad that his teacher... Oh, what was the story? His teacher had said, you you need your dad's uh, signature for a bad report card. Or, no, we're going to put you in a different class because uh-huh. you're not doing very well. And so he goes home and tells his dad, you know what this teacher said about you? <laughs> so his dad shows up at the school and finds out that he lied to him. And, you know. <laughs> so there's some really, there's some great stuff. Yeah. Um, there's, but then, you know, later I, I've gotten into comedy out like, you know, Paul, Paul F. Tompkins mm-hmm. albums, uh, uh, Patton Oswalt, uh, um, John Mulaney. Mm-hmm. You know, Louis C.K. and Jim Gaffigan, and you know, all of whom we've mentioned. Who else? There was another thing, too. It, this, was a th- this is probably why I didn't listen to a ton of albums. Mm-hmm. And it's because in the mid to late 80s, there was stand-up co- comedy in everywhere. your cat's yeah. litter box. <laughs> it was <laughs> everywhere. It's true. Uh, yeah. Everywhere, network television, yeah. cable television. You go to get some ribs. Mm-hmm. Hey, we got uh, Al Functon is gonna be here, <laughs> gonna tell you some jokes, and then he just gets up there and tells you shit your grandpa would tell you. you sure, know, of just, course. You're like, yeah. All right. No, that is but true. You, and at, at that point, Canadian. like you could copy whatever you wanted off of TV. You know, you could tape shit. Finally, and I saw people rip stuff up all the time. Oh, sure, sure. Because there were, you know, there weren't any camera phones. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, yeah, that guy just did your act. <laughs> you know? Do you, I, I'm curious as far as um, improv, is there one thing you get out of it more than anything else? Is it just like creating something that feels great in a moment? Or do you enjoy making characters more? Do you... I enjoy making characters more. Are you a storyteller? More. I'm sorry, I hate I'm, that answer. I'm a, That's not true. I like that answer if it's legit. <coughs> Some people just say it. It's a story about people. <laughs> yeah, every story's about people. I heard an actor say that once. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um, I uh, I like character. I like making characters. Yeah. That that is. I've always liked making characters. That's my favorite thing. What is it satisfying in you? Do you I know? Don't know. I think. I would always do maybe it's this I would always do impressions of teachers or um, you know pastors or Mm -hmm. something that would get me busted sure so I had to figure out a way over over years this was no I've got a brilliant idea this was an eventuality that um, if I couch that in this way yeah it then it's it Nobody gets as pissed off. I do find uh, there's something about listening to Super Ego. I always feel like there's a slight, sly grin on your face when you're doing some voices. Like he's getting away with some shit here. Uh, This is somebody I've never met that he's doing. Oh, yeah, yeah. My mom. (laughs) It's always your mom. Uh, That's my favorite. My son asks me to do the impression of my mom while she's in the car. And then he does his impression of my mom. Holy fuck. Which is fantastic because he goes, he goes, oh, I left my purse in the back seat. And 
Yeah, and she goes, oh, I don't say that. And <laughs> yeah, you do. You said it ten minutes ago. <laughs> uh, oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, there's lots of, like, Shunt McUppin is a country western character I do on Super Ego, and that is based, yes, it's based on Waylon Jennings uh-huh. and, and all the, that stuff. But it's also based on guys that were my uncles and yeah. dudes I worked with. Uh-huh. You know, it's it's all of that, just like a kind. But they, I, I think with my characters, one there's two things I love to play. It's the it's people that don't listen to anybody. <laughs> the completely blinders, just uh-huh. you know. And then the people that uh, I like the humorless man. Uh huh. The role of the humorless man is so fun to me. <laughs> Uh, you and Andy Daly both do that very well. You do remind me of one another anyway, but still. I, yes, I, we, yeah. We, <laughs> he was my Facebook doppelganger photo. <laughs> my celebrity Facebook <laughs> doppelganger photo. Uh, I, and I love Dan, uh, Dandy Ailey. Oh, Dandy Ailey is my <laughs> I favorite. I love Dandy Ailey. I love Andy Daly. Uh, he, which, that's an album, his Nine Sweaters yeah, album. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I gave that away at Christmas a couple years. Mm. That's mm-hmm. and I'm gonna do that again. That mm. there is some stuff on there. <laughs> I can't get enough of it. Anytime he, he, it's really great. I yeah, there 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 is something. Of, he does seem possessed in a very amazing yeah, way. Yeah, totally. Where like he's either a really brilliant comedian or a possible serial killer, and it's only because there's so much going on behind his eyes. I know that's you know? exactly it's it. so upsetting. It's terrifyingly wonderful. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, like the glee that will come out when he's doing something he loves is like so. I don't know. It's just visceral. And yeah, I, I, that's one of the things I like. And it, I, and the, all of his characters have this very dark edge to them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Which in the future. <laughs> Uh, well, our wives won't be have hang-ups about having sex with other people, man. <laughs> oh, it's just... God, he's so good. Anyway, oh, shit. it's so fun. Enough about Handy Haley. Dandy Haley? Dandy, <laughs> Dandy Haley. Haley. Dandy Haley. There we go. Um, so, I always like to ask people towards the end if they're going to recommend this album to somebody who's never heard Bill Cosby, or only knows him from TV somehow, or something. What's a good reason, like... How can you condense why this is a good album to listen to? Uh, everybody can relate to it. Yeah. And it's timeless. It it hasn't faded. Mm-hmm. And anything that does point out that, oh, this is from a, a, a another era, mm-hmm. is very minute and kind of kitschy and kind of like, oh, I kind of remember that. Or yeah. I've seen that before, you know? Right. But it is timeless. Yeah. It still applies. Every, either you've been the kid yeah. or you've you are the parent or both it's right. you know it's all it still works yeah it's, it's still really funny it's really like there is still that empathy of when he was telling stories of being a kid when he t- talks about his own children there's still a little yes. empathy there and I the like. thing about is the thing about his dad going until i was seven years old i thought my name was jesus christ <laughs> and my brother's name was dammit <laughs> And he closes the show on that. So good. And my son keeps doing that bit. (laughs) Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He'll go again in Target. But, Dad, I'm Jesus Christ. (laughs) All right, maybe. I I don't have a problem with you saying it. There might be some people that 
<laughs> don't want you maybe saying that. Especially if we're in an Orange County target, we don't know. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who is uh, <laughs> whacked out on the Jesus stuff. <laughs> um, so. From the age seven, my father established our relationship. He looked at me and said, you know, I brought you in this world. I'll take you out. <laughs> and it don't make no difference to me because I'll make another one look just like you. And because of my father, I thought my name was Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's all of his Jesus Christ. <laughs> my brother Russell thought his name was Dammit. <laughs> said, Dammit, will you stop all that noise? And Jesus Christ, sit down. So one day I'm out playing in the rain. My father said, Devin, will you get in here? I said, Dad, I'm Jesus Christ. That is another bit, by the way, that my math teacher, shout out to Ron Perry, would tell. So dead on. Ron Perry. Ron Perry. Good that name. Is, uh, yeah, really. And he was just like sly enough that we all bought it. Oh, Chicken heart was all his. Chocolate cake for breakfast was him. Until I heard this years ago, yeah. years later. I'm like, motherfucker. You, you bitch. Thief. He's brilliant though. Genius. I mean that's 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 the best way to steal comedy, I think. Oh man. As a math Ron Perry. Ron Perry. Huh? Mm-hmm. Uh Ron Perry it sounds like a character I want I want a character to be named Ron Perry that goes, I'd like would you like to take a look at my butthole? <laughs> Let me sell you this car. <laughs> that's not a mole, it's a freckle. <laughs> mm. I don't know what I hope. Ron, I hope that doesn't become your catchphrase or something people say to you. Ron, is Ron listening? Uh, he probably. If if I if I give him a shout out on Twitter, etc. Oh, okay. He's the best. He's only. Well, that's great. He was 28 when he taught me, so Did, like, okay, he's a young so, dude. So has he copped? Have you? Oh yeah, he's copped. He talked. To to, he came to my wedding. He drove up to my wedding last year. Oh, bless and his heart. I'm like, you son of a bitch. I just found. I found out a few years ago how much shit you're stealing. He's like, oh, I did do that, didn't I? Like, you know you did that shit. That's so great. Good. Yeah, it was. Solid. Oh, I didn't know you guys got married a year ago. Yeah, like a year and a half ago. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Congratulations. That's Actually, awesome. we're here. We're going to renew our vows right now. We were hoping you would. Uh, That's fine. I'm not a justice of the peace, but I can play one. <laughs> Do you mind if I put on that cat? <laughs> and nothing else. <laughs> um, Dearly beloved, we are gathered here. It's just I like to do it in a loincloth. <laughs> we are gathered here to join Jason, Jen, in front of this Norsent TV. <laughs> Norsent. <laughs> Because we said so. <laughs> do, uh, do you, uh, Jesus. Super Ego Season 4 just started. Yes. Um, and it's awesome. Thank you. Uh, people need to download that uh, before they have to pay for it, right? They should do that now so that they don't have to pay for it later. I, I think they, uh, I mean, eventually. Or both. But, do uh, both? Yeah. There are other both. people online, by the way, who are saying the same thing I've been thinking. Do a double, just do a dub, damn double album. And you know, do an album, just saying. Oh, we, I would pay str strong money. Well, we whatever that, that means. We did <laughs> strong money. I want it on vinyl. Is what I'm saying. Oh, I, I also see want this on vinyl. Saying. We could still do that. You still could. If you don't, we I'm going to do it illegally <laughs> for my we own purposes. Still, 
you know, maybe for like an anniversary or something mm-hmm. of the album. One year anniversary. Just, just trying to push you July, to do it, son of so a bitch. we'll shoot for year and a half. Twenty-five years later. <laughs> um, yeah, we we did the Andy Daly uh, UCB show. Yeah. Andy Daly, Paul F. Tompkins, and that a lot of people bought that. That was really nice. Yeah, and uh, it's a very funny show. And uh, yeah, I, 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 I'll take this back to the boys. Okay, we'll talk to. Them. Okay, that's. We'll, we'll see. We should. I think I've already. See told the other two yeah well yeah well, I'll, 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 you know now you're bringing in the hammer and now, for those who do not know Paul F. Tompkins or Paulf as I call him <laughs> is, has joined the group yes. and uh, let's see uh, on Twitter you are at Chunt McGuffin correct? correct alright where else should we find you or should we not bother? no don't bother <laughs> no I'm on um, Jeremy Carter Facebook page and uh, like the Shunt McGuppin uh, Facebook page as well. Oh yes, do that also. Do it because there's a Shunt McGuppin album coming, mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully by the end of the year. But don't hold me to that. But it's, I promise, it won't take a long, long, long time. Will you play anything on it, or are you just? I will sing play again? on it. Really, I'm singing on it. I will play on it. Paul F. Tompkins is, is on it. Awesome. Uh, Aaron Hayes from Children's Hospital uh-huh. is doing a duet as well. Amazing. Um, who else? It's uh, it, we're, uh, Dan Franklin Music is where they're producing mm-hmm. producing the album, and uh, you can buy a Shunt McGuffin T-shirt. I saw now. that. That's solid. On Cafe Press. Mm-hmm. This like is it. the plug portion of the show. Yes, it correct? is. It is. Um, mm-hmm. There's a glitch right now, but you know what? Forget that. Never mind. That'll I be fixed by the that. time this comes I, out. I hope so. Um, so yeah, I and I and the name of the album will be "It Gets Real Hard." <laughs> so you can wear it in front of your kids. <laughs> also. <laughs> Oh my God! Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for having me. It was, uh, it was wonderful. Um, uh, everybody, thank you for listening. Follow, uh, follow at Superego too. Go Superego. Sorry, at Go, go Superego dot com mm-hmm. and Go Superego and at Go Superego. Um, thank you for listening, and as always, have a good thing. on vinyl is a production of stolen dress entertainment it is produced by mike warden and is hosted and edited by jason klom our theme song was composed and performed by richard levinson please visit stolendress.com to listen to our other podcasts read our blogs read our tweets watch our videos and read our books please subscribe on itunes and if you like us give us a five-star rating and a nice review you can find us on facebook.com slash comedy on vinyl twitter at comedy on vinyl and find everything else at comedy on vinyl.com. 